Hello and welcome to the Alcohol Free Vibes podcast, a high vibe space where we talk about all things spirituality, manifestation, raising our vibrations and walking away from the manifestation block that is alcohol. Whether you're newly sober, sober curious or you've been sober for a long time, this is the place for you if you want to learn more about spirituality, manifestation and how letting go of alcohol can make you so much more powerful at manifesting. It's time to stop drinking, start living, raise our vibrations and step into our manifestation power. Let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Alcohol Free Vibes podcast. I hope you had a lovely weekend, Um, and yeah, we're well into February now, and I kind of feel, oh, this lovely feeling, a bit like a mole that's come out of the ground. January has just felt so heavy and so yin for me. I mean, January is a yin month, right? Um, And I always surprise myself every year was just how kind of sleepy and tired and (laughs) hibernating hibernatingly (laughs) that's not a word Annika how much I feel like hibernating in January and I really feel like um I'm waking up to the world now the sun's come out a little bit so welcome to this week I hope you're all feeling great well done to those of you who've carried dry January onto February you legends obviously well done to all the OGs out there, um, the, the the people who, like me, have been sober for quite a while now and are just on the up level, on the manifestation up leveling journey. Um, whoever you are, however long you've been alcohol free for, even if you're not completely alcohol free, if you're just sober curious, um, you're in the right place. Um, and I'm so happy to have you here. I've got lots and lots of new listeners joining at the moment. So welcome to this space. If you have just started listening and you want some more insight into who I am and, and what my Um, kind of spiritual values around alcohol-free living and manifestation are, then skip back to episode one where I give you a bit of an overview. And also in last week's episode, if you want some more juicy details about my story with alcohol and why I stopped drinking, then I'm being interviewed by my lovely friend Kate Taylor. So um, yeah, dish all the dirt in last week's episode. In this week's episode, I often, um, as you know, if you do listen regularly, I often interview people, but I do like to um, kind of pepper that with some kind of more learning-based episodes with just me kind of giving you some content um, that you can use to support you with your alcohol-free lifestyle and, of course, your manifestation journey because this is what we came onto this plane to do. We came onto this material plane to grow and expand our souls, to heal, to up level. We we chose to forget who we are to come down here. And I, I, I had this uh, way of describing life that came to me. I must have been channeling it. And uh, really living is just a process of forgetting and then remembering. And that's what we came here to do. And we are, we are here now in such a period of awakening where people are remembering, people are starting to remember why we came here and what this is all about and starting to live in alignment with their soul's purpose and I am 
so in support of that and my mission is to help you all to do that and I know that taking alcohol out of the picture is a massive massive part of that. Um, I don't know how many of you are aware of the ascension that the planet is going through at the moment. If you are would like to know more about this then I really recommend that you follow someone called Laurie Ladd. Um, there's also some cool YouTube channels out there. One's called the Galactic Light Centre um, and yeah we're going through a massive global ascension. Our frequencies are shifting um, and that's why so many people are waking up right. Uh, and that's why <clears throat> there is no coincidence that being alcohol-free is becoming more and more popular because as we wake up, we realise that we can't be bogged down with things that no longer serve us. With We can't anaesthetise ourselves and cut off our voice of intuition to live a soul-led, expansive life. No, we need to get rid of all these 3D mechanisms that numb, that keep us blind, basically, so that we can stand up for um, and show up for this really exciting chapter that's coming up. Well, I didn't even plan to say all that. It just came out. I must have been channeling it. Um, okay, so before I get going with this week's topic, uh, which is all about sober journaling um, and manifestation journaling and how to use it to continue to grow your soul and up level, I just want to remind you that Sober and Soulful is launching its round two on the 3rd of April. I am not even finished teaching the first round yet and I've just got some such amazing feedback. I actually posted some testimonials recently on Instagram. Um, if you would like to see some of them then head over to my Instagram and have a look but um, I've had a member saying that investing in this course is the best thing she's ever done for herself uh, and that she's really creating the alcohol-free life of her dreams and I'm like yes people that is what I made this course for I made this course not so that you can learn how to go without something but so that you can step into your true power and create and manifest the life of your dreams now that you've got rid of this horrible toxic manifestation block so if you'd like to get on to the next round it's a six-week course and I'm currently um, selling the early, early bird price. If you put your spot before the 15th of Feb, you can get the early, early bird price of £397. That's for six weeks worth of content with two calls a week, workbooks, meditation audios um, and a WhatsApp group, you know, lots of support in there. So I'd love to see you inside. If you'd like to come along, then please click the link in the show notes, or you can just send me an email to thrive at coachingbyannika.co.uk and Annika is spelled A-N-N-E-K-A. Um, and of course, if you'd love just to do one-to-one -one coaching with me or find out more about my group coaching group, then again, send me um, an email. You can book in a free call with me as well, a free Zoom call. Um, click the link in the show notes or you can send me an email to book. Okay, so without further ado, people, journaling. Journaling is amazing. I love it. I've actually been doing journaling since I was, since I could write. I swear, um, I must, this mustn't, this can't be the first time I've been here because there's just things that I need to do um, when I was quite young that I'm like, how did I even like, why did I even know to do that? Because I mean, journaling and coaching and stuff wasn't even a thing then, but I just did. Um, I always loved writing diaries, um, and journaling. And like, I used to call it when I was a teenager, 
gonna sort my head out. I just really need to sort my head out. Um, and uh, I really like the, the idea of being sorted. Well, I don't use that word anymore, but I used to when I was a teenager. Um, but journaling is amazing. It supports all types of personal growth. And it really is where we get to channel our higher self and give ourselves the best advice. And I think when we get journaling right, sometimes we can be more effective um, at basically being our own therapist. Now, obviously, I believe in using other people to help you grow. Of course, I'm a coach. I help people to do that. And I believe in having like someone in your life at all times to push you to the next level. I really do. Um, you know, sometimes that might look like a personal trainer. Sometimes it might look like a therapist. Sometimes it might be a hypnotherapist. Sometimes it might be a coach. I honestly, honestly believe in, from the bottom of my heart that we should always have someone in our field who is teaching us and bringing us further on but that being said um we can spend if there's two ways of having people help you right you can have um you can give your power away basically to other people and pay them um and not do anything yourself and you don't get very far um that's just giving your power away it's not taking responsibility it's not showing up for yourself if you invest in things like coaches etc and therapists and you really show up for looking inwards and taking responsibility for your healing in combination with that that is when the absolute magic happens that's when you can go to your coaching sessions with your journal journaling from that week and be like right this is what I've got to report back on this is where I've got to can you give me any insights or way what you think about this etc not that the coach that's another whole other podcast but coaching and mentoring you kind of end up doing a little bit of both when you're in a coaching session certainly with me anyway um so but it depends on the person what they need um but that's a slight side point there um so yeah journaling is amazing supports all types of personal growth and it really allows you to use your prefrontal cortex where you make your executive thinking decisions to understand your limbic system your emotional part the emotional part of your brain um and we it also allows us to channel our higher self it's it's amazing it gets us out of our kind of short circuit loops of where we're just going around in the same loops and the same loops manifesting the same things we don't want and it helps us come back into our power so Lots of people, when they first come to journaling, if they've not tried it before, can find it a bit frustrating because they sit down. I've had loads of clients say this and they're like, I just write what I did in the day and it's really boring and pointless. Like, oh, I had this for breakfast and then I went for a walk and then I came home and then I watched this on the TV and then I did this and then I did that and then I went to bed. I had one client recently saying that um, her, her journaling just ended up being a food diary. So I totally get that and I, I have fallen into that trap too. So the first thing that we want to think about when we're journaling is we we want to move away from the basic facts. We can include facts in there, fine, but facts on their own are not that helpful. And we want to move into the realm of opinions. Um, and actually, let's, let's turn the volume up on those opinions a little bit. We're moving into the realm of feelings. How are you feeling about what's gone on in your day? And we're looking at everything through the lens of how things have made you feel. Have they made you feel drained? Have they made you feel irritable, angry, um, put upon, um, 
have things lit you up, have things made you feel excited, have things made you feel anxious. When we start to look at things through the lens of feelings, this is where it starts to get interesting because then we add the tag question, okay, why? And before we even put why, and I always say to myself, that's interesting. I wonder why that is. And I always say that's interesting because really it takes the judgment and the frustration. It kind of like uh, takes the edge of the feeling. Sometimes we can get really caught up on our e- in our ego, right? When we're feeling a feeling. And um, I am not spiritually bypassing you, by the way. You need to feel those feelings. Absolutely feel them. Feel them. Process them. When we've regulated, which I'll talk about more in a moment, we then say, that's really interesting. I felt really angry about that. Or I felt really irritable or anxious or whatever it is. I wonder why that is. And this is where we journal. So when we are asking why, we want to be asking ourselves things like, okay, where has this come from? Can I remember the first time I ever felt like this? Is it Has it come from a situation? Has it come from a particular person in my past? Like, is this thing even mine? Um, or is it something that I need to give back to somebody? Um, and that's that can be like a really interesting journey a path to go down when we start to get curious as to where things have come from we might not always get it come through in the first journaling session that's fine but every time something comes up think about why and I say every time because if you've got annoying things that keep manifesting in your life they will keep coming back until you've taken the learning um, and even more reason to get take to your journal and be like, all right, universe, I'm listening. Okay, I'm going to look at this now. Okay, fine. What do what do I need to know? Um, and when you've really, really taken the learning, you can let them go and move through them. So is it yours? Is it something that you've picked up? For, is it a limiting belief, for example, that you've picked up from a parent or um, a wound that you've picked up from a situation, etc.? So working out where it's come from is really helpful. And when we start to dig deeper, we want to think about the internal and the external healing actions that we might need to take to to start to shift this um, and to heal from it. So there are kind of two main categories that I give, as I just said, internal and external healing. So we usually need to do both. Um, It's rare that we don't. Um, if we only need to do one it's because we've already done a lot of internal healing in that area and therefore it's just a little bit of like residual like external stuff that we need to do to follow through on it so the internal stuff is about healing our shadow our inner child and our limiting beliefs so when we've done that journaling on like oh what is this where's this come from we're starting to identify where it might link to our shadow self if you're like what on earth is she on about then find my episode on the shadow to learn more about that um, is it an inner child wound? Often things, these things are linked. Is it a limiting belief? It could be all of those and they're all like connected, probably is in for like bigger wounds. And when we've done, and again, I'm not going into detail as to how to heal the shadow, the inner child and limiting beliefs in this episode. This is something we look at in detail on the Sober and Soulful course. And if you do coaching with me as well, um, But um, when we've done the inner healing, the internal healing, um, the external healing that we do is usually in two broad categories. One is boundary setting and one is aligned action. So this is where we take physical action in the material world. Now, sometimes um, we 
we just go ahead and do these and it's really interesting to know when we might set a boundary or take aligned action and it's still not working that's because we've not done the internal healing to support that um the an example of that is when we stop drinking we try and put a boundary out with people around not wanting to drink but we haven't really put that boundary out with ourselves yet properly and properly healed that that um the belief that alcohol provides any benefit at all within us and people can feel that energetic boundary is not there and they will not leave you alone to have had a drink i can promise you when you've totally healed your need to drink within you and you're absolutely grounded in not wanting to drink people won't push your boundaries they can just sense that it's a no-go and they won't honestly um okay so that is one angle that i um really recommend using for journaling and let me just add the caveat in again i know i've already mentioned it but i think it's important to mention again i'm absolutely against spiritual bypass okay and when we dive into manifestation without knowing all of the moving parts behind it, it can be really easy to spiritually bypass ourselves. I used to do it before I knew what I know now when I was much younger. So spiritual bypass is where we're like, oh, I'm. that's not a good feeling. That's not a quote unquote good feeling. That's a bad feeling. I'm not allowed to feel that. So I'm going to ignore that and I'm going to stick to my positive mantras and um repress my negative emotions i never say positive or negative emotions if i do it's a slip of the tongue and i usually correct myself um they are that you can say like positive happy joyful feelings but then we have uncomfortable feelings they're all equal equally important and helpful um, we are programmed to move towards joy and our uncomfortable feelings actually help us get there they help us understand what we need to heal more of to keep moving towards joy. So when you are journaling, I I love manifestation. Sorry, manifestation is I love gratitude lists. I think they're brilliant. However, we need to be very wary of if we're feeling a certain feeling, if we're feeling uncomfortable in any way, like just gratitude journaling every day and ignoring all the other stuff that's going on is just toxic toxic positivity and spiritual bypass gratitude lists come in a little bit later there's a place for them but number one the absolute first thing that we need to do in our healing process and it's this this is something that western society has not supported teaching us to do as children which is to process your feelings actually feel your feelings okay so if you're feeling triggered angry sad joyful whatever it is before you take your journal and try and like talk yourself off the cliff I don't mean that literally but you know what I mean you know if you're feeling like really angry I've done this to myself loads because I know so much about how my mind works sometimes I have to be careful about spiritually bypassing myself because I try and rise above the problem and be like oh I can see all the moving parts here and oh, I can see Mm, I pull above it and you know what before you do that you do need to just sit with your feelings and be like I'm feeling angry and that's okay um doesn't mean that it's okay to take your anger out on people but it's okay to feel angry um so process your feelings really really feel them and I say you don't take to your journal but you can but don't try and overanalyze or spiritually bypass yourself take to your journal and just brain dump so just literally 
like purge all of your feelings out onto the page. Um, these are really helpful to analyze and look at later when you're not feeling like that anymore. So feel your feelings, get them all out on the paper, try not to do anything with them, just brain dump them. And then the best thing to do is when you've uh, sat with your feelings for a bit, it's just to move them through your body. So anything to do with like movement, um, shaking, going for a run, screaming into a pillow, um, like physically move those feelings through. And really what we want to do is regulate our nervous system because if we are feeling really uncomfortable feelings, we're dysregulated, we're in fight or flight and our prefrontal cortex, um, which is where we carry out our executive thinking functions, it's not even online. We're in our monkey brain, we're in our limbic system. Um, so while we're in that, that's why we kind of do really primal things, which is like feel them, scream into a pillow, go for a run, jump up and down, shake, do all the primal things and focus on regulating ourselves. When we feel like we've really regulated our nervous system and we have come back into rest and digest, that is when our prefrontal cortex has come back online and we can take to our journal and we kind of go into like parent mode right we like reparent yourself it's like when you're in the processing of feelings we're letting our inner child come out our inner toddler or our inner teenager um and then we reparent ourselves and we kind of sit ourselves down and say all right what was that about then come on tell me <laughs> and this this is where when we're in that mode and we've regulated ourselves looking back at our brain dump that we did when we were feeling triggered and uncomfortable can be really insightful because you might notice oh hang on a minute i've written that word four times that's that's what's that about or that's a strong image that's a very um intense metaphor that i use to describe that thing or that person or that place so the brain dumps can be really helpful when you look at them in retrospect and you can kind of do what i would be doing if i was coaching you which is start to look for patterns in what you've said. Because I will do that when I'm coaching you. I, will, I make so many notes. Um, anyone who's been one of my clients knows I type these notes up after our sessions. You basically get like a little mini essay about everything that you said and the insights we had about it so that you can track your progress over your coaching time with me. That um, You can do this for yourself as well. And I like look for patterns and think, oh, hang on a minute, that's really interesting that I said that and then I linked it to that or... I use, the, I use this word four times. What's that showing me about what's going on in my subconscious brain? Um, so you can have a look at it and analyze it in that sense. Um, but you can also come back and connect with your higher self and start to give yourself like best friend advice. So you know when we are giving our best friends advice, sometimes we can just give amazing advice um, and I'm not saying I oh, give amazing advice. I mean, we, everyone can. So, you know, when you're giving someone advice and as you're speaking, you're just like, oh my God, I'm good. Oh, I'm on fire. I should do this. Why do I'm going to do this? This is a brilliant idea. I don't even know where this has come from. We've all done it right. <laughs> and what's happening when we're doing that is we're actually channeling. Um, we're channeling divine intelligence and when we journal uh, and we kind of look back at our brain dumps when we were feeling triggered and then we switch to second person so we start speaking to ourselves like another person like I think you, da, 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 you, you know that etc. We can start 
advising ourselves and channeling our higher self and giving really, really, really good advice and making really, really good insights. So that is just such a helpful process that I really recommend doing. So going back to gratitude lists, obviously gratitude is incredible. It's really good for your brain. Even if we take this, uh, the, the manifestation, the spirituality part out of it, just from a psychological perspective and how our brain works, like gratitude um, is really good for your brain. It, it lights up. Uh, I can't remember all the fancy terms off the top of my head. I must go back to my books and revise them. But it does light up some helpful parts of your brain that actually help you to um, not get into a cycle of depression. Like it, gratitude's amazing. But in terms of a healing process, as I said, we we want to avoid spiritually bypassing ourselves. So if we were to write it in an order, we want to feel, then we heal, then we rewire. So in the rewiring section of that is where we would add in our positive mantras. Now that's not to say, oh, I'm having a bad day. I'm really triggered. I'm not allowed to do my mantras in the morning that I always do. No, you can do them, um, but don't don't do them and then not look at the stuff that's upsetting you. Like that's re- that's the most important thing. And of course, if you're feeling really triggered and you're like, I don't feel like doing my stupid mantras. I'm in a bad mood. That's fine. Just deal with your feelings. The thing um, I love about feelings, they're strong for a reason. Like I, I feel my feelings so intensely. Um, I haven't been diagnosed with it, but I do. Uh, I am slightly mindful that I've got. I'm pretty sure I've got ADHD or mild ADHD. And when you have, you make you um, you tend to feel your feelings really, really strongly. And I always used to think it was like such an annoying thing that my feelings can be really overwhelming. And um, sometimes I just some you know how some people can can compartmentalize stuff. <laughs> and just crack on I can't do that if I'm feeling a certain feeling I'm like I'm feeling this and there's nothing I can do about it and I can't crack on I have to deal with this feeling but it's actually a superpower um because I can't ignore how I feel so much so it basically means I can't ignore my inner compass the universe is like I'm not going to let you ignore me you have to do what I say (laughs) it's like my spirit guides I just have foghorns basically um now if you're someone that is really good at compartmentalizing that's another um that's another type of superpower that's just different. Um, but again, with all superpowers, if we use them properly, they're incredible and they help us up level and grow. But we can also use our superpowers and turn them against us and they keep us stuck. So my superpower of feeling my feelings in an incredibly strong way is helpful when I use it properly. But when I was younger and I didn't understand this, I would allow my feelings to make me kind of kick off basically and act out take them out on other people no that's not okay (laughs) but now I now I know how to how to use them properly and how to listen to them and now they're just like I mean they're still really uncomfortable (laughs) but um yeah I I can't ignore them okay so moving on I'm going off on all sorts of tangents here um where are we? So another thing that's really good with journaling, um, and I oh, I love this kind of journaling, is when we really pull back from our life. If you kind of close your eyes now, if you're not driving or walking along, um, and imagine that you've done like um, 
you you've you've floated up into the sky and you're looking down on yourself from like like a bird's eye perspective and start to look at your life from this bird's eye view and really seeing it from the energetic spiritual like computer game that we're basically all in um and i love even though i'm like so emotional and intuitive and i'm terrible at maths <laughs> Like that's my, my emotional, my intuitive side, obviously my feminine side, but I really enjoy being strategic. I really enjoy turning things into equations um, and like seeing how things like logically click together. Um, um, even though I still don't know all my times tables, I like looking at things from that kind of strategic perspective. Um, so when we start to look at our life like this we and, and apply basically the manifestation process that I always teach and start to look at this situation that we might be really triggering, might be really annoying, but when we pull back from it, we basically step out of our ego and we step into the full view of our higher self. We can look at like a situation that might be happening, especially an uncomfortable one, and ask yourself, okay, where am I in my manifestation journey at the moment? What am I calling in? What have I asked for? What's going on at the moment? And what has this lesson been gifted to me for? Now, notice I use the word gifted because every lesson, even the really horrible ones, are gifts and they're just gifts from the universe to help you grow in the way that you need to to get the things that you're calling in. An example might be if you're calling in a partner and you're dating or you're dating someone who's not treating you nicely or you've had this experience that's not made you feel very nice it's really upset you um it might feel like you're being punished but it's not the universe has given you um this experience to help you grow and up level do you do you need to grow your self-worth is it that you've been settling for like low self-worth behaviors is it that you need to really look at how you set boundaries in relationships if you want to manifest the relationship you want if you can't get setting boundaries right then you're never going to get what you want the universe is always giving us these uncomfortable situations to help us grow so that we can get what we want so when we pull back and we look at the like the bird's eye view of our process and we think okay if the universe has strategically given me this uncomfortable situation why is it giving it to me? What's it showing me? How can I use it to really up level? And when we start to look at it like that, like everything is like a leg up from the universe. It really is. Um, the quicker we can look at life like that, the quicker, quicker we move through these assignments and we stop getting stuck in the loop of them coming up again. If you've got like things that keep happening, that keep upsetting you, it just means you, you, you haven't look you haven't taken the learning you haven't shown up for it in the way that where you can extract what you need to understand and heal what needs healing so that you can move towards your manifestation um and really another thing to just to reassure you is uncomfortable things that come through when they're linked to manifestations let's just use the relationship one for example they are signs that your manifestation is trying to come through. So again, it's, you're never being punished. Um, if you're calling in a relationship and you've called in another person that's making you feel a certain way that you don't want to feel, no, the universe is going, okay, are you ready to look at this? Because I'm giving you another one. Hello. And it's actually showing you that your real manifestation is circling you. And when we're looking at our life from this bird's eye perspective, I want you to take it even further. Let's pull back even further and start to question, okay, 
considering the fact that I have a soul contract um, that I agreed to before I came down here. I agreed to go through certain things so that I could grow and expand my soul and learn certain lessons. If I start to look at it from that perspective, what is this showing me? Like, what is my purpose? Why am I here? How is this going to help me step more into my divine alignment and my soul's purpose? And I, maybe this is not your kind of thing, but I just absolutely love looking at life like this. And I would say when I'm coaching people, that's something that I'm, I'm really big into getting you to see things from this perspective. And it's such an empowering perspective when we can start to see things from that way, because it A, helps us to take life with more of a pinch of salt and not to get so caught up in our ego stories around what's going on. And it's when we really start to step into our power. And when we drink alcohol, it's really hard to look at life like that because the because alcohol keeps us so rooted in the ego, in the ego stories, in the ego's fear. Um, and it's one of the many reasons why alcohol is a manifestation block because alcohol just turns the volume of the ego up really loud and dry, drowns out the inner voice of wisdom. Another um, journaling approach you can use, if you're like Annika, this is all brilliant, but these are all like quite meaty journaling <laughs> tasks that I don't have time to do every day. Totally get that. Those ones that I've been talking about, do them when you feel called to, do them when there's something going on that you're really trying to like pick apart. But as a general daily journaling practice, a really good thing to do at the end of every day is just to do a what went well, even better if. Now, anyone who is a teacher or has been a teacher will be chuckling to themselves now and they'll be like ah you've clearly been a teacher Annika yes I have so teachers use what went well even better if in school all the time but you know what it's amazing so what went well is obviously oh what am I grateful for or what am I proud of not just gratitude what am I proud of what am I celebrating myself for today what am I like so pleased with that I managed to do so congratulating yourself and the more we congratulate ourselves for things that we've done well the more we are wiring our brain to repeat that behavior and the more excited we get about that the the more those newer pathways get laid down quickly so what am I congratulating myself for celebrating myself for proud of and then what could have been better so with what could have been better this is not about not being good enough ever because you are enough but this is about what what just didn't make me feel good today and what what's that showing me um you know did something make me feel drained did it make me feel uncomfortable and again when we start thinking about those things that's when all of the other kind of deeper questions come in that um i've been talking about at the beginning of this uh, podcast the, the uncomfortable feelings are the absolute gold dust where the healing happens um, that's why I always say there's magic in the darkness um, and everything is happening for you not to you our uncomfortable feelings and annoying people that trigger us that we hate etc etc like and I'm I'm not a hateful person I'm, I'm saying that kind of mockingly to mock my ego or our egos because our egos are the ones that are like I hate them um but really um we all do it with human right but our the people that annoy us and that we don't like and that trigger us they're our biggest teachers they are absolute gifts when we allow ourselves to see them as that um and another thing that we can do as well is just to throw out the rule book 
don't worry about structuring anything and just sit before you journal put your hand one hand on your heart and one hand on your stomach take a deep breath in and just ask yourself how am i feeling and what is my body telling me i need to look at what's making me feel uncomfortable remember uncomfortable feelings are a part of your inner guidance system what's my inner guidance system telling me needs attention and feel your body and let it tell you and actually feel like where have I got discomfort so you might for example be like you know what my shoulders are so tense oh I can feel them I need a massage okay why where's that come from what's made me feel like that in my day let's have a look at that shall we um and and using that as a starting point for your journal for your journal practice um two more quick things before we finish up so something else you can do is if you've got a deep question if you've got something like really big like a problem or a situation that's going on you're like oh my god i just don't know how to deal with this i don't even know where to start then i would really recommend asking your subconscious before you go to bed for some help with the answer and then when you wake up journaling your dream that can be really powerful and one of my other favorite journaling practices um those of you who know me have been coached by me been to my workshops i maybe even mentioned it in some of my podcasts will know that i get so many downloads when i exercise it's amazing and i know i'm not the only person who this happens to um and i think it's just because when we move we move energy through us we move our emotions through us it's really therapeutic somatically and also when we're moving intensely we are quietening the voice of the ego and when we do that we allow our downloads our higher self to come through the number of times i've come back from a run and just been like furiously not furiously but like scribbling in my journal so i'm like oh my god yes and just write 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 all of this amazing advice to myself about what to do about certain things um, and I've come out of like Barry's boot camp, um, CrossFit, any you know, like any class, and been like scribbling down um, notes in my phone about things that have come through that I need to remember. I really recommend whenever you get downloads like this when you're exercising, you really, really need to write them down because our ego stories create washing machine brain and they don't go away. But our intuitive hits, they literally come in and then they go. So even when you you have an intuitive hit and you're like, yes, that's an amazing idea. You can feel it makes your body light up. You're like, yeah, that's a green light from me. You will forget it if you don't write it down because that's what happens with intuition. That's why we need to, it's, it's, it's such a delicate flower intuition. It's quite soft, it's subtle and it falls apart quickly in your hand. It's like you've picked the flower and then it disappears. Um, so you write those things down so you can manipulate that process by actually building exercise into your journaling practice so go for a run and then come back and journal straight away i find that really helpful so one of the things that you'll have noticed all the way through this podcast when i'm talking about these different journaling practices is that they are kind of a part of a coaching process and as i said coaching and journaling go so well together um it's like another angle another element to the to the journaling practice or they're an angle element of each other um when we when we do coaching together you're kind of like journaling out loud and then i'll reflect things back at you 
be like, you realize you just said this or we frame things for you. I know my friend Hannah Brown, um, who's also one of my mentors, we kind of coach each other um, for different things. And um, she says I'm the queen of reframing. So thanks, Hannah. I will take that badge and I will wear it proudly. Um, but yeah, reframe it for you and help you see it from an energetic perspective and, and a manifestation perspective to help you step more into your power. Um, so if you would like to deepen your journaling process even more with some coaching, then reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you. Um, just click the link in the show notes or send me an email at thrive at coachingbyannika.co.uk. Or if you'd like to be a part of the Sober and Soulful Round 2 course, then do make the most of the early, early bird price. Only £397 if you get your spot book before the 15th of Feb. I would love to have you on board. And with that, people, I bid you adieu and I look forward to seeing you all next week. Thank you so much for listening to me today. If you would like to have the chance of winning a free one-to-one coaching session with me, then I'd love it if you could leave me a five-star review. All you need to do is take a screenshot of the review and send it to me at thrive at coachingbyannika.co.uk and I would love to connect with you. If you would like to connect with me further and you'd like to download my free guide, then please go to my website and you can do that and you'll be added to my mail list. Or if you would just like to book in a free discovery call with me, then you can do so via my email address or through my website. All of these links will be in the show notes. And I hope you have a wonderful, magical sober week and I will see you this time next week.